how do we how, how do we start these again um well, we, well, we usually don't yeah we usually don't <laughs> i usually um, just cut straight into them hi uh, hi <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Welcome back. back. If you haven't, if you've been here before, uh, we don't usually record these in two parts, but we did this time, and so we don't know how to start this episode. If you haven't listened to part one, you should probably do that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you missed a lot. Oh boy, did you! But on the other hand, there's a lot coming up. There's a lot coming up, and should we just get into it? I think we should. All right. So coming up next is. Song number 14, which was Fly on the Wings of Love by the Olsen Brothers from Denmark. Fly on the wings of love. My baby, fly. Reach in the stars above. Touch in the sky. <laughs> I keep wanting to say the Olsen twins, but... <laughs> That's not them. It could be them. I don't know. Yeah, I just feel some, like, like two old men with different hair colors on stage. Do they have different hair colors? I feel like yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, because one of them is one of them has gone silver. Is the other yes, one bald? Very much. Oh, so. yeah, he's got like brown hair. Oh, I don't really remember. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like they could easily be mistaken for the Olsen twins. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ellis and I were talking about this song briefly before the show, and. I don't think we could come to a consensus amongst ourselves or even like internally about whether or not this song is cute. Uh, <laughs> it's it's you, tough because you it's, start? it's very cute sonically, but I think it's hard for two middle-aged men to be cute. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're not like cute old men yet because they're still like in what? their fifties. I think one of them. Actually. One of them the could singer, be. The singer, the main singer. Yeah. Pass off as like. I guess so, but like, I feel like to be a cute yeah. old man, you have to be like, you have to have some sort of like frailty. And I feel like he doesn't <laughs> have that. He did this laugh in the middle. I, oh, yeah, he did. But I remember noting this down in particular and what it sounds like now. Um, he was singing and it sounds like he broke in his performance a little bit and he laughed kind of like with the audience. Uh, it felt very much very natural, I guess, and not like a rehearsed laugh kind of thing. Yeah. And it just mm. felt cute. It just felt endearing. Um, In- I don't... Endearing yeah. is a good descriptor for this. Yeah, in terms of the song, like, I don't... What would you compare this to? I don't know if you can. Yeah, because yeah. it... I don't... It doesn't seem very 2000 to me. A lot of these songs are very like, oh, this seems very late 90s, early 2000s. But, like, this one seems... I don't know if I want to say timeless because I think I'm maybe giving it too much credit, but yeah, yeah, it's it was it was it's outside of time. How about <laughs> yeah? The, I I can I can work with that. Um, yeah, it's I don't know because locally for, for it was, there was some weird stuff going on. Sorry, Alice, I'm talking over you. Yeah, you're fine. Because like part of it is that it's like uh like a a, a fun guitar pop thing. But then it also has just like a straight up T Pain auto tune interlude. Fly on the wings of love. Fly, baby, fly. Which, why? But okay. You know? It's like, yeah. This is kind of another. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm not being very articulate today. Um, yeah, the um, I don't really know how to feel about the auto-tune bit. I think it was... I'm not sure what it added to it. I don't think it was... It wasn't one of those things where like, you, you know, like when a song like isn't that good and they just add a gimmick to it to make it memorable. I don't think that's what that was. No. But I don't really know what that added to it or why they did it. I think it was kind of a first in Eurovision because um, like it's like a pretty like hard and fast rule that you have to sing or not. There has to be live vocals on stage. And then if you have auto tune, that kind of yeah. pulls some things into question, which we'll talk about later. But um uh yeah i don't think but yeah like i said i don't think really adds much to it but i feel like the song itself is very simple and it like stands very well on its own and i think that actually it stands out in a really good way because it's simple because a lot of these songs are not simple at all yeah it's simple but effective for sure simple but effective and also very well done objectively yeah like i I, I think I think the instrumentals were much more well done than the vocals, uh, like even before the auto tune. Mm. Um, they had a very nice drum beat to it. Uh, there was some kind of interesting uh, woodwind in the beginning, as I remember, oh. if I recall correctly. Yeah, um, it was like um like synthesizer pan flute. <laughs> That's yeah, kind of yeah, what yeah. it sounded Which like. Yeah, pretty fun, pretty weird, mm. uh, novel, but in a good way, I think. Mm. Um, but then the vocals, that guy's voice, it, it it didn't clash with the song, but it was weird. It felt much more like a country-esque drawl, yeah. if that makes any sense. Yeah, I, I know um, exactly what you mean. I didn't... Yeah. I, I don't know if I so much had an issue with the vocals, though. Like, I, I thought... I, I thought... I, I didn't really... They, they didn't stick out to me in a negative way in the slightest. Like, it was like, this is nice and somewhat fitting, I suppose. You know? It was it was nice. It just didn't I, like like Jonathan was saying earlier. It didn't feel like the year two thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't it wasn't out of place, but it it kind of stood on its own. Yeah, yeah. I think that, to bring it back to the, is this cute or not? I'm I'm gonna say no. I think <laughs> I don't. I think it's quaint and I think it's charming. Yeah, I think charming is a better word for this. Yeah, it is more charming than cute. Yeah, that. And I think that there's nothing is as charming as the Vince Guaraldi trios performance of uh, Charlie Brown Christmas special soundtrack. Sorry. I mean, that's true. This is that's entirely true. true. Yeah. But I think that <laughs> I think that this year as a whole sort of lacked lacked charm and lacked sort of gen, uh, like a simplicity and like genuine like genuineness. Yeah. Um, so I think that because of that. Like I said, it stands out in a good way. Like in the context of this contest, I like it a lot. But on its own, it's it's kind of run of the mill. Take it or leave it for me. Yeah, that's a good point. Actually, there 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 is a lot of like, there's a lot of songs this year that are either like caked in irony or or caked in artifice, and this does like this is not the not natural necessarily by any means because it's still it's still like weirdly put together and also has auto-tune in it which is not <laughs> it, 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 very artifice but like it it is it is more natural than a lot of the other ones yeah yeah i think it's kind of relatable people were just getting funky in the year 2000 <laughs> they really were and i think it was also kind of relatable in a way too because like they could just kind of seem like your two uncles who play guitar <laughs> yeah as opposed yeah, yeah. to like yeah, yeah this manufactured macedonian girl group wearing like 
different colors of latex. Oh, and no, 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 no. We're not talking about them yet, but oh. I'm just I'm just bringing up the fact that <laughs> um, that, yeah, this was probably a more relatable performance. So um, that being said, though, do you think that this will will it standing out benefit it in the results, do you think, or will it um, hinder it? I think it'll I think it'll benefit it. That said, I'm I question who is passionate about this song. Good point. But. Yeah, I don't. I feel like this is going to be a lot of people's middle ground pick, which might overall boost it up. But I don't think it's going to win very much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it stands a strong chance of winning. It's not going to win very much. It might win a little bit. Yeah, just a tad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like it's definitely going to be high placing because it's good and it stands out, which is the two most important qualities of doing well at Eurovision. But how high? Uh, I don't know. You okay? Wouldn't be surprised to see this place anywhere in like the four to seven range. I can get behind that. All right. So I think that's all we have to say about Denmark. Next. Oh, next we are moving on to song number 15, which was Germany uh, with the song Varhardurda by Stefan Rab. So good. Oh my. Okay. So lights up. We. Our, our camera, <laughs> play by play, the camera is on a rhinestone cowboy Ooh. swathed in gold and ill-fitting clothing as the 2000 are wont to do. Then the man starts, we, we, we come to realize that this man is not, in fact, Stefan Rob, but Stefan Rob's hype man. Hello, he says. Put your I forgot about this. Clap your fucking hands. <laughs> Wait, is that what he says? It sounds like it. I don't know if it actually is, but it really sounds God, like he says clap your fucking hands. Okay, but now I remember the part where he's like, oh my God, it's Stefan. It's Stefan Rob. He's real. Oh yeah, he's real. He's real. <laughs> Stefan Rob bursts onto the scene with his two backup singers. Uh. He is also clad in this incredible white and gold post Elvis monstrosity of a jumpsuit. <laughs> He's wearing a cowboy hat. He's wearing Bubba Ray Dudley goggles. The song starts, everyone on stage flings their cowboy hats into the audience and we launch into what can only be described as Vadeha de Du de Da. I mean, you summed it's it up. It's its own genre here. <laughs> yeah, this exists in a vacuum, pretty yeah. much. 
Yeah, I mean, Germany's quickly becoming a favorite of the podcast, and... It's so good. This is the third Stefan Rob song that we have covered. The third? Yeah. Really? the second one? Um, Gildo. What was the first one, then? Uh, Satellite. Wait, what? Wow. Yeah, he produced Satellite that. Satellite? Ah. Okay. Oh, okay. I didn't remember that. That's odd. That is, that's a completely different flavor than this. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Because this and Gildo, th- they make sense. Right, but well, it's, it was later, and like he didn't—he didn't write it or perform it. He just produced it, and like yeah, he yeah, was yeah. kind of the one who thought up like the selection process that year. So like he had a big hand in the creation of that song, but he had like a, <laughs> like it, it was a much more distant approach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A more matured, grizzled <laughs> Stefan. Um, this song to me—I don't know if you've seen. Uh, there's an episode of Black Mirror. I actually haven't seen it. All I know is that this is kind of what it entails. Nope. In which me either. <laughs> I think, uh, oh, is it Miley Cyrus? Maybe? Oh, yeah. Some I... like some pop singer plays a character where they're kind of forced to produce these songs that are boosting morale in like, a a soul sucking late stage capitalist society. <laughs> it is Miley. I know. I know what this one is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this song to me feels like it exists in that same universe. <laughs> but I don't hate it. It feels very much like an expositional scene, like the the like the music video that you might watch in a forced labor camp, you know? Something Whoa. about it feels deeply, deeply disturbed. Oh man. But I love it. I love this. No, this song. this is great. It activated I... Every single one of my serotonin, like all, all of my dopamine was released at once when I saw the outfits and I saw the spinning camera. Uh, I got, I was, I got high uh, on stuff on Rob and Vada how to do it. Yeah. I will agree. It has like an almost artificial amount of, of, of joy. Yeah. I, I did yeah. write down, this is Elton John on more cocaine. Oh yeah. Yeah. This oh, is like God. proto disco or not proto, um, uh, Post disco, yeah, um, yeah, uh, post disco Elton John for sure. Yeah, God. But the the thing about this though is that this is undisputably this is undisputably a joke entry. However, yeah. it is also then better than a solid eighty percent of the sincere <laughs> actual true. entries. This is a really like fun song, and what I love about this year, this Eurovision so far. Is that we have had both ends of the joke entry spectrum of how to do a joke entry yes. right. In that we have Israel, which you do your joke entry right by doing it completely awfully. And then you have this one where you do your joke entry right by making it really good. And both are, I would say, equally as good. Yeah, I think this one's a little, I think this one might be a little bit better, but that's just I think my, this one can be appreciated without the context of. Like knowing that it was intended to be satire. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. If I didn't with the Israel one, your explanation of its back background of the performers gave it a lot more legitimacy to me. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like I, but... I, I didn't know all of that the first time I heard this song, so I just like thought it was like some awful like train wreck trash that I like. Yeah, I didn't like the Israel song at first, but um, yeah, because yeah. I think it depends on that. But then this one is instantly appealing. Oh yeah, yeah. One, one watch through, and I'm I'm in love. Mm. Um, the there was like German scatting. Like I don't know. Yeah, it was what, almost a rap. I think. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my I my read. I have only one critique, if I may, Ellis. Yeah, sorry, no go. Uh, He he said, "Watch this." He shouted, "Watch this!" And that was funny. All of the girls on stage took off their jackets to reveal like (laughs) bikini top kind of things. Yes, I only wish that the guys had also done that that would have been that's great. the only critique i have that would have been that great. would have been great i'm surprised they didn't that's yeah the, the oh that was a good moment regardless though mm. um i my read on the my read on the scatting was he is poking fun at rap but i love it because it's so high effort to be it's so high effort to sound low effort because, mm-hmm. right. like the the vada how to do the da is very clearly gibberish. I did put it into Google Translate just to make sure, but it it is gibberish. <laughs> um, but it's so well crafted gibberish. Like this is clearly all right. Let me make sure that this gibberish fits into the meter and that I've practiced it and pr- can perform it with efficiency, which cracks me up and I love it. Yeah, like it's again, like the two ends of the spectrum, like take it in like immeasurably seriously or just don't take it seriously at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You had a, a late night comedy show for 16 years. Oh, I want to watch that. Would during have been which running he performed at the point yeah, of the. It would have been running during two of his. Uh, oh, really? In the, in That's the really funny. Yeah, it ran from 99 to 2015. Oh, by the way, um, low key fun fact, Fjord. Um, in the selection process for the song, he was competing once again with his arch nemesis, Ralph Siegel. Oh, hell yeah. And um and guess what the song was called? What? It's like the it's the it's the exact antithesis to this song. The 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 the, the Siegel song. Fucking my heart will go on. Close. Oh shit. Oh my god. Um Love Has Flown Away. It's um, called I Believe in God. Oh no! Oh, interesting. <laughs> Sung by a religious blind girl. Sick. Holy <laughs> shit! I'm so glad that Stefan Rob won. <laughs> yeah, I I like how like uh, and it's funny too because I feel like Stefan Rob is almost like a he like makes a laughing stock of like the whole like German. I'm not explaining this very well, but like he's like making fun of also just Eurovision. I think too. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, and kind of like the like. The ballad sloggery conventions way. that Ralph yeah. Siegel represents, which yeah. I think is why um, they have such like kind of a rivalry, even if it's <laughs> not entirely real. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, that's great. Uh, so we already know that Stefan has won once already. Will do you think this is also a winning song? I think it's a winning song, Wait, but it sh- it has to be in the top five. <laughs> did you forget that satellite one? I did. <laughs> Who did you think won that year? What year was that? 2010. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. My memory is clearly it's a bop. <laughs> That's wild. Okay. Anyway. Um, I don't know. This this will be top like seven, undoubtedly. This, this... These people had fun and they knew how and they knew how to make everyone watching us oh, also have fun. Hundred percent. Even if they didn't yeah. want to. Yeah, so I think that means we're ready to part ways with Germany, unfortunately, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so coming up next in the 16th slot, we have 
uh, Germany's Germanic neighbors, Switzerland, with La Vita Cosse by Jane Bogart. Just going from Vade Hade to Vade Hade. Oh my God, I can't even say it. Vade. Oh, never mind. Germany's entry. Vade Hade do da. Vade Hade do da. Going from that to this. Whiplash. Just. Oh my God, absolute whiplash. This has no legs to stand on immediately. Stefan Rob cut off like cut half of this performance down to nothing instantly. You could only start. Actually, listening to it like halfway through, and even then, it sucked. And in, 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 uh, in comparison, yeah, I think this was the only straight-up ballad of the night. Am I remembering that correctly? Um, this was like a rock ballad coming up next, but I think yeah, this but that was the, like a rock ballad. Yeah, this is the closest straight-up one. And I, then Belgium had like the um, like the weird gospel ballad yodel thing. <laughs> um, so yeah, this was the only standard ballad so yeah I wrote it stands that. on its own in that way but like it's pretty poorly done i think it's i mean it's hard to fault it because the vocals fine yeah like th- this could have been worse oh fully th- this, this wasn't that bad yeah it was just kind of like low energy and uh, it didn't seem very um well executed i guess which doesn't really make sense because i feel like the way to execute a ballad like this is like keep it simple but like yeah. i don't know oh, the, no one was enthusiastic they had like the weird choreography thing where like the backing dancers were like la vita cose <laughs> like you can't see what i'm doing because yeah. we're not recording this but like they just he looks like, like he's communicating in semaphore yeah like like very lazily putting your arms up and then like going down and it was like i i, I the the backing vocalists weren't in it and i feel like the lead singer's energy was also lacking which made me it took me out of it i think I don't yeah. think she could perform very well in higher registers. Like her, her voice was only, it, it started to crack, not quite literally crack, but it started like her performance wasn't as strong uh, when she got up to those higher notes. Yeah. And her, her, her like vocal, like timbre, timbre, is that the word? Yeah. Um, was kind of irritating also. It was a little like trill. Not to, I think it's kind of an overused word to describe women's voices, but um, <laughs> that's kind of what it was. Uh, I don't know. I I don't really remember that much about this one. No. And it's like, it's perfectly acceptable. And it also gives something for the ballad fans to vote mm-hmm. for, you know? Can I, can you, uh, can I see your screen really quick? Oh yeah. I didn't like the dress. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's very like late nineties, early two thousands, shapeless maxi dress with ugly colors. Which I guess was popular at the time, but not yeah, for me. It, it seems it looks it looks uh, just a, just a tad ice skating. At this point, we got distracted, forgot what song we were covering, and then proceeded to talk about Stefan Rob for another five minutes. Yeah. So, um, did you guys say how you think this one will do? Um, I I kind of alluded to it. I don't know. Just like well, no. I think it'll. 
Oh, wait, we're talking about Switzerland. Switzerland I yeah. thought we were talking yeah. about Germany again. No, yeah, we pivoted <laughs> back, and I'm going to edit that Fun Fact Fjord into the Germany segment, but we are still technically talking about Switzerland. Sorry, I drew that entire thing. I fully remembered <laughs> talking about Germany and not Switzerland at all. No, so. yeah, because Switzerland not exists. we're talking about. Hmm. It, Did everyone finish their thoughts? Yeah. I don't even remember what we said about Switzerland. Yeah, no, we're it's it's fine. This song was bad. Bottom five. I had a key change. Didn't mm. work. Oh, Sucks. Move on. Oh my god. I disagree with the bottom five because I think this is going to get the ballad voters block. Um, so like I it it's gonna get pushed up from there by the people who are like, oh, lovely, I love a ballad. Um, I don't understand Terrible this. Accent. I don't understand <laughs> this, Stefan Rob fellow. Yeah, I don't know where that is actually. It like started Geordie and then went Irish. Bad Irish, yeah. Um, but yeah. Not it's not it's not it's not gonna win. It's not gonna do well, but it'll get a little bit of boost from that, you know? Yeah. So we are getting kind of to the end almost with song number seventeen, which was Kadzaspu Angeli by Korangaran of Croatia. What is this mysterious veiled figure standing behind Tommy Wiseau? Yeah, exactly that. I mean, I think it's what we have to talk about first, because I thought it was cool, but ultimately very distracting. Yeah. Because so I... The, du- the dude's standing here on stage singing his song. He's got, like, carrying the, the mic stand, as you do. Yeah. Good rock ballad. Yeah. And then behind him is this Dementor? Beclothed individual? Question mark? Veiled, what do I have? Goth dancer? <laughs> um, oh no, cloth dancer, never mind. And then, so you're just like, not really focusing on the song where you're trying to work out what's going on there. And then at the end, she like flings it off and reveals herself to be a beautiful woman and then they fall in love or something stupid like that. Which I thought was kind of cool, and it yeah. added to the performance, but... The reveal was good. The reveal was good, but, like, I remember when we were watching it, the entire time we were just like, is that two people? Is that one person? Is that even a person? Why is it moving? What is that? How are they contorting themselves? Why is it undulating? Yeah, so, I I don't know, it's tough, because I, I want to say that, like, oh, they shouldn't have had that, it was too distracting, I don't really remember the song that much, because that's all I remember about it. But it was still pretty cool, and I do remember that I liked the song. It it had good levels. Um, I liked the dark lighting. It was very moody and atmospheric, and he had a good voice for a rock ballad. So, um, so yeah, maybe it didn't Did really need to rely on... Did you say a rap ballad? What? Rock. Did you just say a rap ballad? Rock. Oh, and now I kind of want to listen to a rap What's a ballad? rap ballad? I don't know what that would be like. Um, um... Gangster's Paradise? Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Glad we cleared that up. <laughs> to uh, me, this song felt very similar to uh, "Wind of Change" "Wind of Change" by Scorpion. Um, oh, interesting. Which I don't know if you're aware of that song. 
all too much. I'm but. aware of the fact that it has a podcast about it that I tried to listen to and then stopped li- listening to because it was so insufferably podcasty. Yes, it is very, very podcasty. Don't listen to it. I listened to that uh, to that podcast, which is kind of why I'm saying this. But mm-hmm. it is it is a song that, given the lead singer's aesthetic, is not his usual style of song. Like I feel like he normally performs kind of harder rock music, but in this he was taking this more introspective or uh, more like a deeper look at the story that he was telling in his lyrics. Um, And I was not nearly as distracted by the figure in the background. I was like, okay, maybe, you know, maybe it's some kind of storytelling about death and maybe like someone in life died or something. And he's trying to tell that story. And then it turned into this woman. And I don't know, visual, visual storytelling was pretty well done here. Uh, Sonically, I quite enjoyed it. Um, there was, uh, instrumentally at least, it was a lot more impactful than pretty much every other song on the in the roster so far, except maybe Germany. Um, <laughs> but Germany's impact was of a very different kind. I feel like where uh, Ellis was saying that Switzerland would was going to win the ballot vote, I think this one even though it wasn't a traditional ballad, uh, it's a better song. So I feel like it's going to carry more of it, those of those same votes and yeah, get lifted that, up. That, that's fair. I feel like this also appeals to the, the similar ballad audience also. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how much more th- there is to say about this one. Yeah. Well done. Um, not exceptional, though, I think. Yeah, very much. I think I could place this around, oh, I don't know. Like seventh to ninth spot, be a little high, but yeah, uh, yeah, sounds good to me. So now it is time for song number eighteen, which is "When Spirits Are Calling My Name" by Roger Pontere of Sweden and Fun Fact Fjord. Yay! Welcome to the Fun Fact Fjord. Yes, uh, Roger Pontere is a. Uh, of Sami descent, and he is joined by dancers uh, of Cree Native American, Norwegian Sami, and Thule Eskimo descent, and they're wearing their traditional uh, clothing. And I have to say, this is not only my winner of this year, but this is one of my favorite Eurovision entries of all time. I, I am, yeah, I. I'm this is so what Eurovision is all about. This it is, is about so good. cultural representation. It is about having a bop. It is about a key change. It's about disposable pop music all rolled into one, and that is what this <laughs> is. And ugh, there are just so many things about this, and also the fact that it was um, a host entry too was really cool because it had such good reception, and like it's like really magical to like see. A host entry that people actually care about because a lot of times 
people kind of go wild because it's the host entry, but they're not very good. But this was just so good. There was the dancing. It was um, it was catchy. It was very um, it was almost kind of like an over exoticization of kind of like native sounds with a Scandinavian sheen over it. But it was just so catchy, so well done. I loved the smoke sheen, the smoke machine. Ugh. And this is a very well done key change, I think. Ellis doesn't like key changes ever, I guess. But um, this, the, the, I can give this one a pass. There are certain songs that can get a pass, like uh, like Think About Things or this or um, what's the other one? I can't remember. A Celine Dion song. There's only three sure. songs ever that get a pass on key changes. <laughs> no, no, wow. there's a couple. Those were just the ones that come to mind. Like Hard to Forget okay. by Vincent gets a pass on that, but it's not a Eurovision song, so I don't didn't feel the need to bring it up. Um, this is so good. This is so good. Like it's so good. The the staging is awesome. The song sounds like a little like a Eurovision version it's like it's not as metal as the citations i'm about to mention but like it sounds like a little bit like an anisferum or a luvidi or torisos like those same vibe yeah. yeah like it's got the same vibes as the great folk power metal bands except for the fact that it's not quite metal enough to be power metal it's like folk schlager folk schlager that's what this is it's better than schlager though well, it's just like I don't know. I think Schlager. I think we've seen Schlager have a very wide range. Yeah, of, uh, I think that's ultimately what this is. I don't know about that. I like this too much to describe. But it as I like Schlager, Schlager in though. Good faith. Mm. <laughs> Jonathan, you tell him. <laughs> I don't. Regard this is this is awesome. This should win. It's got pyro. It, oh, uh, pyro! Yes, it just. Like, I think this is one of the first entries to use pyro. Yeah, it's also like ever. Yeah, I think so. This contest. Yeah. Oh wow! Impressive. I don't remember like because like even we we watched the '98 one and there was nothing like that at that '95. There was no nothing like pyro at all. Oh yeah. yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if this was the first one. I don't know that for a fact though. Yeah. Um, this can be unironically described as epic. Yes. Like, without yes. not the bastardized version of the word, but you know what I mean. It's just like, yeah. It's, Precisely. Yeah, it's great. It's great. It puts the biggest grin on my face when I listen to it. This song, um, I won't lie, I was like, I I have to check, you know, it, whether or not this is just incredibly racist. That's what Ellis' um, first reaction was also. <laughs> yeah. Uh what was I going to say? Yes. I I think sonically, it didn't do quite enough for me. Like, his, his voice was so impressive. Loved that. But the backing tracks kind of fell a little bit flat, I guess. Like, the main appeal of this song was definitely the native representation, um, for sure. Which I think is wonderful to have. But as a song on its own, I don't think it did anything that was like that creative, I guess, which it doesn't have to to be a good song. I just I would have liked a little bit more from it in that sense. Um, I, I kind of get that, though. It's very like paint by numbers, Swedish pop with yeah, this yeah, kind yeah, of added element of uh, native 
uh, culture. I don't know. I dig this. I mean, I like <laughs> it a lot too. I just I know where you're coming from, Melon. Yeah. So th- this isn't my winner, but it's definitely high. It definitely ranks high for me. How is um, this not? Uh, <laughs> Have we come to I your mean, winner as yet? As far as a song goes, just from the song alone, I would prefer Germany. Um, but as a, as an entire performance, this is probably in. This is this is definitely in my personal top four. I I think it could I think it could rank that high. I'm not sure. Um, but then this also raises a question of where representation is, I guess, a good thing, if that makes sense. Like, yes, clearly, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm saying this the right way. Um, the answer is no, I'm not saying this the right way. Hold on. <laughs> when it, At what point does there become this kind of not... Tokenization? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the word. That's the word for it. I was almost going to say fetishization, but that's not quite. That's not right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same yeah. thing. Um, yeah, tokenization of native culture, kind of for the appeal of this general public, uh, kind of balancing representation with exoticization and tokenization. Lots of Asians mm-hmm. here. I'm. I'm not sure. I don't know. Maybe I'm being too sensitive about that. But like, I don't know if this necessarily kind of portrays native peoples in the light that they may want to be portrayed in does that make sense yeah i think that um i think that this performance has legitimacy since it features um a lot of indigenous performers but at the same time it's not representative of all indigenous people in the world and ultimately i think that that's up to indigenous people and not us but i i think that's yeah yeah, but i think that's an interesting point because i can easily see this being seen as kind of almost like an exploitation and kind of like a gentrification isn't the right word but like kind of like uh turning native tropes and stereotypes into something that's consumable by the mainstream this still like pops off though oh this is um this this is the song of the year for me that honks this does honk. Okay. <laughs> All right. I support you in that. Yeah. I think also, like, in regards to the tokenization, it's hard to not do that at Eurovision, too. I think it's fair to say that, like, any, like, the like the Polish girl churning butter and, like, the, <laughs> like, like, that's yeah. not to um, justify it or say that it's okay, but I think that there's a lot of examples of, countries on their own free will allegedly kind of just exploiting their own cultural traditions and stereotypes <laughs> like like the babushki yeah. from russia oh god the babushki not to necessarily equate all of these things but like i think a, that's a good point no, yeah. no i think you're right yeah i don't know if i'm right um yeah. <laughs> but um anyway um so ellis i think you want this to win but do you think it's going yes. to um i hope it does i hope this does like i don't want to say i don't think it's going to win because Deep in my heart, I do, because it's awesome. I love this song. It's great. This should win. This should win. This song had a massive audience reaction. Well, they were in Sweden. That, that is true. <laughs> but, uh, like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if it'll win. I, I feel like it has a strong, strong chance to win, for sure. I like that. All right. I'm also listening right now. Roger, uh, Roger, 
Pontare is evidently still releasing music oh, awesome. somewhat consistently. He did Melfest recently, oh. I think. Oh, cool. Let me, yeah. Um, oh, boy. Or maybe he didn't. I don't really remember. But anyway, but yeah. Um, and also, I know I've listened to a Swedish version of When Spirits Are Calling My Name, which is fun. <laughs> which is, yeah. Yay. It really breaks my heart to go from this song to the song that's coming up next. But, um, talk of, oh my let's god. Let's do it. Okay. Jesus fucking Christ. Okay. So this is <laughs> Macedonia, song number 19, 100% Teljubam by Double XL. Oh boy, this is trash. And not in a fun way either. Please do continue. Basically, Macedonia decided to hop on the Spice Girls girl group trend two years after the Spice Girls broke up um, with four people who can't sing or dance or have any stage presence wearing some pretty ugly clothes, which I guess are kind of representative of early 2000s fashion. They look like Easter eggs. (laughs) Yeah. Um... It's they have that they're not perform like they, like it's one thing to not be able to sing, but it's another thing to not be able to sell it, and they don't do either. Because like I think um with Russia's song, we talked about how like she could technically sing, but her voice wasn't really uh, tailored to the song, and she wasn't really selling it. And I think there are a lot of instances of like not being able to sing super well, but like like performing it and like making it work. They just do neither. They have no soul or conviction. And this is just like awful. And I think that um It's truly, truly horrible. And when I remember when we were watching this, um uh Ellis and I I remember that you, Ellis, said that this is like while the vocal qualities are probably pretty similar, this is like so much worse than Israel's song just because of how sincere this one is. Yeah. And you can just tell the sincerity, and it's so bad. This legitimately, like musically might be the worst song we've covered ever Yikes. yeah like i i guess i'm struggling to think of a worse one. oh I, there mm, like where we, there's we, like one i can think of where i was like that was not a real song and it yeah. still makes me angry but we've we've just we've just whiplashed from one of the best songs we've covered imo to one of the worst and it, it's just it's awful it's awful and it's not quite there to being like so bad it's funny. No. It's just kind of painful. It's so bad that it sucks. Because it's it's worse than Israel by far, because Israel was at least batshit enough to be funny and then get backstory on that. And then it's like, oh, okay, this makes sense. Ha ha, I get it. But this just this is worse than that musically. It's worse than Crybaby. It's worse than Tattoo's performance. Yes. Like, they are more out of tune than Tatu was, and there's also four of them. So you get four dissonant voices rather than two. It's the it's it's so deeply, deeply 2000. There's a scratch DJ at some point. <laughs> it's just horrid. Like, I, oh God. I fully agree. Good. I've... Uh, uh, been saying much this time around because there's not really much for me to say i think on their own they are without a doubt the worst performers we've ever heard 
in your <laughs> like their voices on their own terrible as a group maybe they can sing a little bit that's fine but it's it's performed over this like kind of arbitrary record scratch effect every now and again <laughs> on yeah. top of like world underscore drumming dot way the most <laughs> basic <laughs> the most disgusting the most stock backing tracks we've ever heard um and personally i love pastel colors i love pastel uh color schemes everything about it but this song was so bad that i couldn't enjoy the staging <laughs> i couldn't enjoy the color scheme of uh their outfits and the kind of the the stage itself um world underscore drumming dot wave really got me <laughs> oh. oh and we haven't talked about perhaps the worst part i love you van hundred they 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 changed to english at the end it was I so bad percent yes i do i love you 100 percent yes i do jonathan I'm and i were you. more in tune than they were oh fully it sort of reminds um oh wait you know the song um like like um jesu of man's desiring or whatever like the no oh like it sort of sounds like that you know what i mean yeah but like obviously terrible anyway so this in ellis's words is the worst entry we've ever covered do you think that uh the results will reflect that no you think it'll do well really i feel like it's i feel like this is going to get uh the Cute girl performers vote. You You're know? telling me you don't think this is going to get less than five points? <laughs> I don't think this is going to get less than five points. I feel I I feel like this is going to get, uh, whoever voted for Croatia in two thousand and three is going to vote for this song. You know? No, the people who voted for Croatia in two thousand three, I think, will vote for Russia. You know what I mean? Maybe I'd have to I'd have to check. Honestly, I forgot what Russia's performance was. Um, I, I feel like this is going to get some votes. I don't think this is, I don't think this is going to be dead last. No point. But it, oh, wow. Oh, right. oh wow. Okay. I, I, like, I feel I, like, I feel like Israel is going to be beneath this because no. there was, there was controversy involved in theirs and it was, it was like, you can appreciate it after the fact, I think. But controversy is interesting. As, as a form of satire, but do you not remember the controversy? No, I said controversy is interesting. Interesting gets votes. This doesn't have that. This is just trash. I don't know. I I okay. I feel like it's uh uh I can't I can't place it honestly. Just I did not, not expect this. To, I, I don't think it's going to be last. This is probably like the last entry I expected to be divisive among <laughs> the three of us, like or polarizing in any uh, way. I like I I don't know if this is actually going to get no point because that's kind of hard to do. But this is, I don't see this getting more than five points. Wow, okay. We'll make it, we'll, 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 we'll let's bet on it. <laughs> okay. Bet. Then we'll find that out. It took me way too long to say. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know, dude. There, there are some songs coming up that are, I feel like more boring performances. Dollar a point? Even. No. I, uh, okay, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> all <laughs> I'll, right. I'll bet, Ellis, I'll bet you, uh, let's see, what should the stakes be for this? It would be easier if you lived here. 
that, that's true <laughs> um i don't know ellis i'll bet you if i'm right yeah i automatically win the next three out of four voices game and if you're right you automatically win the next three out of four voices game <laughs> even if you are the host bet sounds good to me <laughs> okay <laughs> all right so are we ready to talk about our next performance in one Yes, that's right. So we are at song number 20, which is a little bit by Nina Astrom from Finland. And before we do that, we're going. So we've been to Fun Fact Fjord. We've been to Fact Fjord. Yeah, this transcends. This is like abysmal Fact Fjord. Oh, no. It's worse than Fact Fjord. Do I have to edit this out of them? (laughs) Okay, so here's the thing. So this song. So. Here's what happened. So in the semifinals of the national selection process for Finland 2000 at Eurovision. Yes. There was a song that won the semifinals by a landslide. I think it was all televote the semifinals were. Okay. And then in the final, that song, again, won. uh, Yeah, no, it had more. It had 7000 more televotes than the second place entry. But it was tanked by the juries. Oh, no. And it is by what I think is universally considered to be like the most successful Finnish group of all time. Do you know who I'm talking about? ABBA, Finnish ABBA? (laughs) No, I do not. It's not Lordy. It's not Lordy. Who else is Finnish? Um, It's not... God, I swear to God, if it's Korpiklani, it's not. They're not Finnish, are they? They are, but I don't think they're that... It's not internationally successful. They're not. It, it's not a metal band, is it? It is. Uh, Ennisfrio, oh. Iluviti, Turisas. They're Swedish, I think. Amanamarth. It's like Icelandic or something. Tiras Faroese. Um, uh, You're like hitting this the genre, but you haven't gotten to like the most famous like band from that genre. Hold on, I. <laughs> I just had this playlist up to look for references for Sweden earlier. Let me pull it back. Um, oh, this is going to drive me nuts. Fintroll? No. Oh, I got really excited. That would have been awesome. Again, you're getting a little too niche. Fintroll's not that niche. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I did look it up. Um, this band is the third highest selling Finnish act of all time. Wow. Um, and you've definitely heard I do of not them. Know. This is going to drive me nuts when it's not Wintermoon? Uh no. Um oh god, what's the <sighs> Oh, don't tell me. I'm sorry that I'm sorry <laughs> for this this dead time, but this is going to drive me nuts. What's that one? Oh yeah, Corpoclani is Finnish. Um it's not and it's Moon Sorrow. No. Ah, okay, that's the other one. Winter Sun? No. Okay, yeah, no, I'm out then. Nightwish. I don't think I know them. Oh, okay. Um, uh, they're like sim- a symphonic oh. metal band. The lead singer is like an opera singer. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, neat. They're very... Um, my friend in eighth grade who was like an emo girl introduced me to them, and I feel like that's very the vibe. But anyway, they are a very... Uh, they're probably the most successful band to ever most internationally successful band to ever come out of finland so uh sleepwalker by nightwish should have been the representative of finland in eurovision in 2000 but instead the juries decided to choose this trash uh uh trite i would call it dated but i don't know what time period 
It's even from... It's terrible. It's so, it's so bad. <laughs> like it doesn't leave an impact. Bottom tier song. It's a what? You're very right. This is a bottom tier song. You're oh, very yeah. right. It makes no choices. It's so boring. It's so it's performed so un- unenthusiastically. And to think that uh, Finland could have been represented by like a world class symphonic metal band, just like it blows my mind. It's crazy. I will say this wasn't entirely boring. Only because of the lyrics. I wasn't paying too much attention to the lyrics, but there was one line in particular that I'm pretty sure said, maybe Amsterdam will burn. And or, or burn. I don't, the huh? city in Switzerland. Because they're doing that thing where they say the names of a bunch of cities in different countries to oh. curry favor with voters. Okay, okay. <laughs> I thought this song was like promoting environmental terrorism or something. Yeah, because they were like maybe Amsterdam or Bern, Sweden or UK, and like they say like it's cheap. Oh, then that loses Suntry. all all semblance of intern of interest for me. Uh, <laughs> this song sucked. It was so uh. so bad. It was so bad. Yeah, only This our- song ranks actually lower than Macedonia for me. I understand and respect Macedonia that. Macedonia was a terrible song, but it was a song worth remembering. It was kind of spectacularly terrible in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah. This one was not. Yeah. Yeah, Teresa says finish. Sorry, I got distracted by looking up the nationality of folk metal bands. Um, yeah, this sucked. <laughs> I have I, I have haha adult contemporary written down. Um, I think there's a sitar in it for some reason. Wouldn't surprise me. It's bad. It's It shouldn't be here. I having just listened to like two and a half night or no a, a one and a half Nightwish songs, not necessarily my cup of tea, but I would have loved to see it at Eurovision. They're a little bit too symphonic for me, but that's fine. I think that would have. I feel like if Nightwish with a symphonic metal song entered Eurovision, oh, I would, would be, be wildly so enthusiastic. Far, yeah, yeah, that It'd song be so far won. left field, but like in a more welcome way than Denmark's entry that I think they would, they would probably coast to a, like an easy first place. They very well could have. We're looking However, up. not with this song. This song sucks. Yeah. It's, it's rough and it's like so unremarkable. I'm surprised that it was able to, I, I, I'm, I'm shocked that there wasn't a, another song in the selection that was better and also not Nightwish for the juries to kind of, like uh, dump all their votes on, but it was this song, which is crazy. Will this also get no point, Ellis, or, or <laughs> it's it's fair slightly better? It's down at the bottom. It's pretty dreadful. That's gonna score pretty dreadfully. Millen, your thoughts? Oh yeah, I'm entirely with you. Ooh. Uh, not not last place, maybe, but if not, right around there. Yeah. All right. So we're at the fourth to last song now, which is the 22nd, or no, 21st song of the night, which was My Star by Brainstorm from Latvia. Latvia. 
The debut entry from Latvia, I believe. Oh, oh very hey. cool. Yes, it was. Heck yeah. I would just like to say, before we actually get into the song itself, um, if you remember, we kind of touched on the uh, pre-show cards or whatever. Yes. Um, and each one showcased some standout feature of the country that was performing. Uh, the definition of standout perhaps should have varied or varied too much in between each card. Um, but this one was this one was hilarious to me because it was these two people at a restaurant uh, and they got served pickled mushrooms and it said pickled mushrooms, a Latvian delicacy <laughs> or something like that. Which, to be perfectly honest, sounds delicious. Oh, it does sound yeah. delicious, but compared to like uh, Dracula, Romanian myth, or like yeah. democracy, Greek invention, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Croatian inventor of the parachute. Yeah. yeah. And then Latvia and pickled mushrooms. I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, as a as a a, a a deep fan of Lithuanian cuisine, I'm all for some all for some Baltic food. But uh, this dude is really lanky. He cracks me oh, up. So lanky. He's a lot of fun. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of Estonia 03, uh, 80s coming back. Oh, a little bit, yeah. And it, it, it's got a similar sort of like fun, dorky, soft rock energy. This is the soft indie boy of 2000. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, not in his movements, though. Not in his movements. He dances like my friend Leland. <laughs> <laughs> shout out Leland. Yeah, shout out Leland. Um, I think this is cute. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, uh, actually, yeah, I think it's I think it's cute enough. <laughs> um, yeah. he was just so wild on that stage, though. <laughs> I yeah. I don't think he blinked like more than five times oh. the entire song. He had way too much energy compared to the song itself. Like his movements were erratic and like uncontrolled. I don't know. Yeah, the performance. He could have easily been. Very much on drugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he very much could have been. The performance here is way better than the song. Mm -hmm. And not that the song is bad. Like, the song is perfectly acceptable, kind of boring, but, like, not that bad. But he's, like, living his best life up there. So I always, I always appreciate that, you know? I thought that this song was more than not bad. I thought it was quite enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's... Um, it's a more successful. I don't. I. I. I'm hesitant to call this adult contemporary, but I think it like it, it's sort of similar, and I think it's what Finland should have been because they have a similar vibe and both kind of like soft ballady songs. They kind of go in different directions. I think this one went in the right direction. I think that the erratic movements and just the singer's whole persona, I think, is very magnetic, and it could easily be distracting. But it, I think, it endears you even more to the performance, which I like. Um, and yeah, I think the lyrics are kind of cute too. It's just like a fun, soft rock, uh, love ballad. He kind of looks like Mick Jagger. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. I this... have no clue where this one's going to place. <laughs> Sorry, Alice. I think it'll, I was going to say the same thing, honestly, but I think this will do perfectly well because this is a perfectly good song. Hmm. Like, it's, I don't think it's going to get in the top half, but I don't think it deserves to be in the bottom half. So like middle, eh? Why not? Next, yeah. Uh, we... I don't think it had enough of an impact on me to 
uh, to make me care about where it places. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I, I get that. All right, next we are moving on to Turkish internet celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> yes um no but this is uh song number 22 uh, which is uh yorgunum anla by pinar ayhan and the sos <laughs> Uh, and if you haven't seen the the postcards uh this one was turkish internet celebrity and it was very um oh, what was that movie that um the Wait, with like matthew lillard and um angelina jolie i don't know but like I, the hacker one oh i don't know it's very like matrix slash that movie aesthetic but in the beginning i so i i just i i just watched this postcard for the first time and i have to I have to clarify, this is the, the the Turkish internet celebrity in question is an actual person. Oh, what, it is. is he... It's not just Turkish internet celebrity. It's Mahir Kagri or Shagri. I don't know how to pronounce Turkish words, uh, but Mahir, uh, I don't know how to read phonetic alphabet either. That's fine. Is a Turkish individual who became an internet celebrity in 1999. His picture-laden personal homepage, which exclaimed in broken English his love of the accordion, travel, and women, was visited by millions and spawned <laughs> numerous fan sites and parodies, one featured on Fox's Mad TV. He was also repeatedly parodied in 99 on episodes of The Late Show with David Letterman, wearing red Speedos and playing ping pong. He was ranked nice. number two in CNET's Top 10 Web Fads from 2005. The site was included in PC World's The 25 Worst Websites list in 2006. He claimed in various interviews that his personal webpage was hacked with additions such as I Like Sex embedded into his webpage. Uh, I don't know, dude. Just own it, I think. Yeah. Is he trying to say that he doesn't like sex? <laughs> um, he may have possibly tried to sue Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh. Oh. Very topical. Interesting. Timely. That that is a fun fact, Fjord, right there. Yeah. Turn, oh, all people know Sasha Baron Cohen imitate only me. He recently fumed via email to Wired.com. <laughs> he is stealing my character and giving bad message to USA people. Oh my God, that's really funny. Yeah, he tried to this sue Sasha. Amazing. He threatened to sue Sasha Baron Cohen for stealing his character in Borat. That's incredible. Because he's got the, he's got the. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Sorry for that extended, spontaneous spun fun fact, Fjord. No, but that was good. That was great. Ah, uh, that's fun. I didn't know that. That's that, really fun. That's yeah. entirely news to me. The, the, a whole bit of internet lore that I never knew about. I love early internet lore. It's good. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, this song is good less interesting than this man i really like this i i mean it's coming from turkey yeah deep friends of the pod turkey yeah. um I, I i think it's doing what turkey does best at eurovision which is kind of playing into this like middle eastern us. we're exotic yeah it's yeah. basically just like self-exot self-exoticism that's yeah. not a 
thing. Yeah. But like they're just playing into the Turkish stereotype of like, we're gonna do pentatonic scales. Yeah, but it's good. Fun. I yeah. I don't really remember a lot of what happened on stage. Was there like was there a drummer? Was there like a big drum? Oh, okay. I don't I don't think there's a drum. Okay, but there's dancers. There are dancers. Yeah, those are fun. I like the red lights also. That adds to the the vibe. Yeah. This one, I like. I wrote down, Turkey is doing Turkey things. Turkey is very good at doing Turkey things. And that kind of explains the song. Yeah, I mean, it's true. Yeah. It's just Turkey doing their Turkey things and doing them well. Although this one does sound vaguely mariachi. <laughs> I got that also. I, I think it was Turkey doing Turkey things more so in the dance than in the actual music itself. I feel like the music was able to stand on its own but visually it was a lot more of turkey doing turkey things than i personally would have enjoyed if that makes sense yeah and i mean that's not to say that turkey things are bad necessarily turkey is usually pretty decent it's just like yeah that we they they have their strengths and they know what they do well and the they're doing it it's true that's what won I like the song. contest in No. 3, you know? <laughs> I, I quite enjoyed this song. Um, I don't know. I don't know where it's going to place, though. This this also feels similarly middling, but like edging closer towards the top as, as Latvia. I mean, yeah, I, I think this will be a high placer because um, like it's a good song. It's a good performance and it is unlike many songs this year, not Eurodance. So like, <laughs> that, that is true. I think it'll do well. I think that this is a song that it's a high tempo or no high and yeah, high tempo, high energy song that a music snob would like. <laughs> Which is a shame because there's no jury vote this year. Well, not well, as much yeah. this year. Yep. Okay. So we only have two more songs. We're ready to get into them. Yeah. yeah. All right. So coming up next, we have Eamon Toll's Millennium of Love. This is Ireland at song number 23. I do not remember this song at all. I don't really either. I have one thing written down, which is, oh boy, you lit a candle. Was there, was, <laughs> I, uh, was this the second use of pyrotechnics at Eurovision? <laughs> I, uh, okay, this song to me, the name stood out because this is the first one that made a direct reference to the Y2K, you know, right. the new millennium. Yeah. All such great things. However, I think this song is going to get the Irish vote and uh, hopefully not much else. It was not, it's not a very good song. Yeah, like, it's going to get the standard, oh, vote for Ireland. Like, Ireland does perform well. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. that was an unnecessary cut in. Yeah, no, that's okay. Um, and I, I think you're right, honestly. It, Ireland does perform well generally, but this case was not one of those. It feels 
for a song about embracing the new millennium, it felt very dated. Like his hair is very 80s. <laughs> the candles and uh, the candles on the like weird staging things and the, and the candles. Um, yeah, yeah. There were these like weird monolithic screens behind him that had these candles on it. <laughs> and they felt like, hey, look, this is something out of an 80s performance, but with modern technology. Ooh, it's vaguely Hallmark um, Christmas card. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. There was this electric guitar riff in it that was very gimmicky. Uh, I like this is not a song worth appreciating, I think. It, yeah, so that makes sense. Yeah, I think I get you. This reminds me a lot of um, Is It Always Over Now, which was the Irish entry from 98, mm. which is very yeah. just Ireland sending a soulful ballad. This is the sure is a soulful ballad. And I think that this is objectively one of the better Irish songs that we've covered just because the performer, the performance is good. He has a good voice. He has soul and conviction. And I like um, the vocal harmonies, but it seems like it's trying a little bit too hard. And it's it, it's one of those songs that seems like its goal is to be inspiring rather than just being exp uh, inspiring on its own. So it seems a little bit gimmicky, a little bit cheap um but ultimately not bad oh no it's not bad but it's not this is not someone this is never going to be someone's favorite song uh yeah yeah pretty much I, it was, one thing that i noticed that was pretty weird was uh w one of the people behind him looked a lot like uh hillary clinton <laughs> oh i th wait hold on Either looked or sounded. All I wrote down was Hillary Rodham Clinton impersonator behind him in red. Um, I, I'm not quite sure what I was alluding to there. I think she may have looked like him. But altogether... We're trying to look for her right now. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, tell me how it goes. I might be entirely incorrect. In red, you said? Oh, oh, I see here. Oh, I think that's... um. I think that's actually the, the person who sang in 1998. Because on, on Wikipedia it says... That um, Don Martin, the singer from that entry that I was just talking about, was a backing vocalist this year, and it kind of looks like her, oh. who also looks like oh, Hillary, Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Interesting. Yes. Huh. So, um, sorry. Um, so you said that this one. Uh, wait, Alice, have you talked about this one at all? Not really, but I don't. <laughs> Not want much to, to say. Yeah, it's a ballad. It's Ireland. Woo! There you go. Yeah. So you said that this would get the Ireland vote. What does that mean in this context? People vote for Ireland. But like how like why well, uh, how much higher than it should be, but not above the middle, probably. I disagree. I think it's gonna go much higher than it should be. I I think it deserves low middle if that makes sense, but I think it's gonna get high middle or even high. Huh. I will be shocked if this does better than like seventy fifth percentile. That would be absurd. But <laughs> we'll have to see. I guess. Don't put that evil on me. <laughs> <laughs> we will have to see. And we're also going to see our last song of the night, which was song number 24, uh, Austria. This is All to You by the Rounder Girls. Let me give my love and all to you. Oh, 
I, if I may start with this one. Yeah. Absolutely. This is in my personal top five. This might be my yes. personal winner. Yes. Not yeah. necessarily for the song, although the song was very good, but just for, I don't know. I feel like I, I felt I had some problems with Sweden's entry in that I'm not sure whether or not it was a tokenization or not. This one felt like good, good representation of big women. And I am always for that. These people were, these people, like this was a diverse cast, a uh, diverse trio. Um, they all had great voices. Hmm. The uh, chorus was very fun. The kind of pop art style animation or like pictures on the weird monolith screens yeah, they behind the, them was also pretty neat. The best use of the um, weird monolith screens all, the, hmm. all night probably. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the backing instrumentals weren't too strong, but I think they were supported and uh, really kind of elevated by by how strong their voices were. Um, I thought it was I thought it was very good. I thought girl, so too. They, they effectively utilized girl power here. That's what I'm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I um. This mm-hmm. kind of they kind of remind me of the Weather Girls. Oh yeah, Ooh. yeah, which, yeah, yeah. Which shows up in the name. It's like it, it, they, it, it's got that sort of like semi-manufactured disco group that nevertheless delivers an excellent song that feels like it's less constructed than it is. Yes. Um, it's a great closer. For sure. I think it's a great closer, but I think it kind of. St- um, it puts them at a little bit of disadvantage, I think, because it's not a very high impact song in the sense it's not like super. Um, I think that putting it this late, putting it as the last song makes it a little bit forgettable. Yeah. Which I think isn't really fair to them because I think this is such a good solid performance. Yeah, no, it's it's this is great. Um, it doesn't beat out Sweden for me just because I really That's like valid, that sweden I song think. yeah i I'm, I'm with you but the, i this is another this is another top level one for me yeah yeah i think that they had great voices they had great chemistry on stage like you said they used the 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 monitors i think the best out of anyone on the night they had these like you said like pop art kind of like 60s visuals you know, you know what it's like the uh it's like the first generation of ipod advertisements yes exactly that they've got the silhouettes dancing on the colored backgrounds Yes, um, and, I, and I thought the choreography was cute, and I don't know, it was catchy and very soulful, and um, this is uh, not in the same way that um, the, the German song was, but this is also very serotonin-heavy <laughs> type of performance, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much more there is to say about this, other than that it was a really good song. Yeah, pretty much. It's a good song, fun song. Probably it'll do well. Mm-hmm. Good performance. Yeah, do you think this one will 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 do as well as we want it to? Yeah, I think this is top six at least. Really? Yeah. I, I, okay. Yeah, actually, I'll agree with that. I, that's where I want it to be because it also benefits from being a dance song that didn't fall into stupid two thousand dance tropes. True. Millen, do you think it'll be lower? I feel like it could be lower just because I don't know. It's the two thousands. I don't know how people feel about. Uh, never mind. <laughs> I, there's, there's kind of an expectation on how performers are supposed to look. 
Um, but I, I hope that it's going to be in the top six. That is for sure. I like the way you think. All right. Yeah. That concludes our uh, dissemination. No, D- the the uh, discussion. Dissection, maybe. Dissection is the word I was looking for. Um, rewind. Rewind on the <laughs> the Eurovision 2000 contest, and all that's left to do is reveal the results and decide what year we'll be doing for our next rewind. So, y'all ready? Believe we are. So, yes. All right. So, um. Yes, but the lowest score was a two. So, Ellis, oh, your, okay. your prediction that Master won't even get Newell Palm was not correct. St- still could get sub five, though. It still could get sub five. Are you ready to find out who the two points was? Yeah, come on. Show me Firearm. In last place was Belgium. That's not Firearm. <laughs> <laughs> Ellis is looking to see what Belgium was. It was like the weird Yodel. Uh, was it the green one? Green one. Belgium. It was like the Yodel Soul Ballad. Dateline Europe. Okay, yeah, I don't remember that at all. (laughs) (laughs) I don't blame you at all. All right, second to last place with five points. Come on, come on. France. Oh, wow, you okay? Yeah, sorry, I was way too close to the mic on that. (laughs) (laughs) That means Macedonia got more. God damn it. Yeah, well. (laughs) Congratulations on your three out of four voices game win, Millen. Thank you, thank you. I honestly forgot what France's was now. Fran- I'm shocked that that's that low, because I have yeah. it like I it's it was it was a, it wasn't an exciting song, but it was like a decent song. It, it wasn't was bad. It well was just, made. Yeah, it just kind of got lost. It was it was um it was a legitimate song of performance on like a lot of these. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember it now. Yeah. I, I quite like that one more than Estonia, and this was like. I, I felt like France was missing the parts that Estonia had, and Estonia was missing the parts that France had. <laughs> that's, a, that's an accurate assessment, I'd say. Yeah. All right, 22nd place with seven points, we had Israel. Israel. Oh. Yeah. Lower than Macedonia. What the fuck? Yeah, and I think that this was seen as like a national embarrassment once they got back to Israel. Oh, good. And um, they like lost their like. Record. I, I don't even know if they had a recording contract. I'm, this, I'm, I'm pulling this out of my ass. But oh, um, no. I think that like. Wait, what did I write about this? Ping Pong's 22nd place was considered in Israel to be a national embarrassment, coupled with the nature of the song that represented them. Yeah. I didn't end up paying off, unfortunately. Mm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, unfortunately, you just showed me uh, and Ellis if he's also watching. I wasn't watching uh, closely enough. Okay. Sorry well, about that. You just that. showed me who the winner was. <laughs> Shit. So I will I will refrain from commenting. <sighs> yeah. Sorry about that. Um. Oops. It is okay. Oopsie-daisy. Anyway, twenty first place with seven or no eight points. We had Cyprus. Interesting. Okay. Or Cyprus, but that should have done better. But I mean, I kind of get it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's one of those where like. I'm not necessarily, I don't necessarily have a problem with it being low, but why is it above this song and this song? And this? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can I can agree with that. Entirely. I feel like this is where Macedonia should be. Yes. Yes. I didn't say Very much yeah, so. No point in your girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 20th place with 14 points. Switzerland. Switzerland. Dang. Uh, that, that, that was the sucky ballad that I think one of you said middle of the road. Destroyed by Germany. What? I think one of you said middle of the road, and one of you said like around where it is actually. 
Yeah, I think I said bottom five, something like that. I th yeah, works works for me. <laughs> All right, nineteenth place, eighteen point, or actually, I think it's eighteenth place because a, a, a tie. One of them is Finland, unsurprisingly. Yep, there it is. And it tied with Spain. And now I feel not disgust, but like revulsion that Macedonia isn't on this list. Yes. <laughs> like isn't, isn't on this list already. It's starting to become worrying. Yeah, well, you know. Jonathan? All right, so six, seven. <laughs> Macedonia won. <laughs> oh my God. That's, uh, the, that's the secret that he revealed. Yeah. <laughs> All right, 17th place. 25 points. Romania. Incredible. Oh, God. The, he didn't won, and he shouldn't have won. He didn't won. He didn't <laughs> win. He shouldn't have won. He shouldn't have done well. He did right about where he should have, but boy, howdy, did he do exactly what he needed to, and that is be a great memory. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. All right, 17th, or no, we just did that. 16th place I think we're at now with 28 points we had United Kingdom UK that's too low for that I think that was a bop that was that Hi was pretty yeah. good yeah. It, the, it did sound very formulaic though I remember that yeah it, like wasn't like good but it, it was fun the, people might have been hey who do you think you are ripping off ABBA <laughs> get two points from our selection committee are we ready for 15th place yeah Yep. FYR Mace. <laughs> Moment of silence for all that is below it. <laughs> no. I just but blew yes. into the mic twice, I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll have to take a look at who voted for that and yeah. publicly call them out. God damn. That's Are we ready for fourteenth place? Yeah. Yeah. Austria. Oh Go Austria. What? I forgot what theirs was. Hold on. That was what? the weather oh, wait, wait, wait. girls. No, Austria. I love Austria. We all that did. Sucks. Yeah, that does suck. Aww. No, go back. <laughs> <laughs> That's disappointing. It only got five more points than Macedonia. Yeah, it 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 does seem to, it does strike me as telling though that Austria and UK ended up in about the same spot because Austria this was better than the UK, but they kind of had a little bit similar. They're energy, both like pretty know? kitschy and yeah, like, but but also like semi retro. Mm, yeah. Semi-retro vocalist fun songs. Very, so. yeah. All right, we're moving into 13th place, I believe, with 40 points. And it was Netherlands, which was like the Mother Ginger uh, oh, Circus right. Tent yeah. Couture. Yeah, that's where that should have been. Yeah, that's yeah, very... Yeah, that, that feels accurate. Yeah, for sure. All right, 12th place, almost in the top 10, with 45 points, was Iceland. Do we... Oh, he was the guy that looked like he was from Malibu. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you hear the, paper, the pages rustling? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, all that for no reaction. Yeah. Okay, so for in 57 points with 11 place, I said that right? Yeah. Was Norway. There it is. There it is. In all of its... Cyber God. Wait, I, quite, I, I quite like this one. Glory, yeah. And all of it's walking on sunshine. Yeah. Yep. All right, top 10, y'all. 59 points, 10th place. Awesome, Turkey. let's go. Oh. That did I'm, it. I'm, I think it could have gone a little bit higher, but I'm not upset. I think that's kind of where it should have been. Yeah. Oh, I probably should have done a reminder. So, um, again, I was going to go back to the 
the Wikipedia page that had all of them on. I can't do that. Um, so wait, who do we have left? We have Malta. In no particular order, we have left uh, Ireland, Malta, Croatia, Latvia, Russia, Denmark, Estonia, Germany, Sweden. I think that's all of them. How did Ireland make it this high? I feel like that's the question we ask every episode. (laughs) All right. So in ninth place with 70 points was Croatia. I think that deserved to be lower, but that's fine. Wait, wait, no. Actually, I like that one. I think that deserved to be right where it was. (laughs) I think so, too. I think it's very, a very good place for for Croatia in 2000. Yeah. 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 Eighth place. Get ready. Malta. Okay, there it is. I don't care about Malta. <laughs> um, yeah, again, cool. Good good for that. Um, yeah. Could have done worse. Could, probably couldn't have done better. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Boo being House Speaker of the Maltese Conservative Party. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's so wild. Why are all the Maltese entries so <laughs> I don't know. It's really strange. Anyway, seventh place with 88 points. Are you ready? Sweden. That is criminally low for that song. People voted Ireland over this. They did. It's fine. We can call it's them out It's never about where the song is. It's always about what's above it. Really? That's really true. Well, you'll be happy to know that Ireland was only in sixth, but still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four points Ellis difference. Is not happy. <laughs> uh, bah. All right. Ellis, do you need some more hot cocoa after this to calm yes. down? <laughs> up. I need some food I haven't eaten yet. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we do have... We're in the top five now. Um, Millen, this is not a question for you, but Ellis, out of the five that we have left, who do you think will win? We have uh, Russia, Denmark, um, uh, Latvia, Estonia, and one other one. <laughs> Estonia is still. Sorry, did you forget the other one? <laughs> yeah. What's the. Okay. W- Denmark, Russia, Latvia, Denmark, Estonia. Latvia, Germany. Oh, Germany. Oh, my God. Of course, um, Germany. I mean. These are some weird ones. What is this top five? <laughs> what? Uh, <sighs> okay. Germany can't win. I would love it to, but it's a joke song and therefore cannot win. But it. Totally should. <laughs> it totally should. It is the best of the ones remaining, but it can't win. Which means the only real options here are Denmark and Estonia. Of the two, I think Denmark is more likely to get vo- votes. So Denmark. Okay. Fifth place. 96 points. Germany. Mm. Yep. You you could have gone so far, Germany. If only oh. people were fun. So close and yet so far. music. See, I'm okay with Germany in fifth. What I'm not okay is Germany in fifth under Russia, under Latvia. Like, what? Yeah. What? And under uh, Estonia, which was in fourth. 98 points. (sighs) (laughs) Ellis is exasperated. Conniptions. All right. Oh, my goodness. Third place, 136 points is... Russia. Latvia. Ah! This Russian one top two. I kind of liked it. Yeah, but top two. I don't know. It was very uh, okurant yeah, for the time. Yes. Top two over Sweden and Austria and yeah. Germany and yeah. You know, yeah, 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 and Turkey even. Like the list goes on. 
All right. So, are you ready for the big reveal? Yeah. In second place was Russia. Which means that Denmark strangely won the Eurovision Song Contest 2000. That's what a weird win. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> like, I don't dislike the song. But it's, it's interesting that this won in a majority televote year. Yeah. Because it's not a very televote song. It's so, it's such a perfectly, it's, it's such a nice song. And nice songs don't win Eurovision. No, they tend to do middling to low. Yeah. Interesting songs win Eurovision. Well, actually, that's not true. Weird winner. Very weird. Um, weird. weird this is the first year that like parents started voting. Parents. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, how much do you think this won by? Probably a lot. Yeah. So uh, Russia had one fifty-five. I, I it's, I'm guess like close to two hundred. I I would say over two hundred, like two ten. Oh. Okay. Right. Okay. Like near nearish though. Are we ready? Yeah. One ninety-five. So not far oh, off from two hundred. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, and um, as Milan has already seen, <laughs> Controversy Corner. Controversy Corner. Um, the Russians called for the, the Danish song to be disqualified because of their use of vocoder. And they were like, it wasn't their real vocals. But um, the EBU said no. Yeah, that's dumb and stupid. <laughs> that is dumb and stupid. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, that, 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 I think when, when you're clearly using it as an artistic moment, like when, like the, when Cher did it. Sure. Um, I don't understand the reference. <laughs> oh, um, like believe. And you did not understand the reference. What? I'm sorry. What, yeah. do, what, do you believe in love, love after, after love? love? I can feel something inside me things. say. Inside me say. I really don't, don't think, think you're strong, strong enough. enough. Oh. <laughs> you don't know that song? No. Are you joking? That's a classic Cher song, dude. Also, it's a sure very Ellis Cher song. Cher I feel song on Spotify. It's just called Believe. I'm pretty sure it's like the most popular song in history on Spotify. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's the number one. Well, anyway, regardless, it was clearly being used as an instrument and not as a vocal and should therefore be acceptable. Um, Denmark was cute, but uh, oh no, it wasn't cute. It was endearing, but uh, it's such a weird win. Yeah. I just turned on my camera. Oh, oh right. Because yeah, we I was telling Alice about this. So okay. can you see Melon? Uh, yes, yes, I can. All right, so I I put um, every year inside of this Tupperware. Oh, just nice. Just so, so we don't have to deal with like the whole thing of, uh, um, like doing a random year than us being like we've already done this one and since we've done kind of a lot at this point. So we're gonna do it like this. Also, Ellis, do you, so you're listening to this song right now. You don't know it. Are you joking me? <laughs> That's he really not okay. wasn't strong I, enough. <laughs> yeah, he. There's something inside him saying, "I am shocked." Do you not know Cher? I am aware of Cher. I haven't really listened oh, okay. to Cher. Are you fucking actually, kidding me? Actually, I can't get too mad at that because there is someone here uh, in Washington State that I'm very close with who does not know wh who Nirvana is. Like they haven't what? listened to Nirvana Whoa. songs. You live and I feel somewhat like that's proximal worse. to Seattle too. Yes, we live right across. We live actually. We live closer to where Nirvana started than actual Seattle. <laughs> That's inexcusable. That's absurd. It is. It's truly disgusting. Okay, so um, <laughs> wow, I'm I'm surprised at you, Alice. I think of you differently now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> oh, All right, so you got you to learn the share uh, repertoire. Back catalog, quickly. yeah, clearly, yeah. 
there'll be some Patreon content <laughs> talking about share. Okay. But anyway, I think it's time for us to choose what year we'll be doing next. So lovely. Uh Ellis, would you like to do the honor? Sure. I am I am reaching into the Tupperware. <gasps> I have knocked 1985 out of the Tupperware of Destiny. And uh, uh, 1986. Oh, wow. Oh, damn. Okay. I am reaching reaching into the Tupperware of Destiny. I am mixing up the paper slips in the Tupperware of Destiny. I have selected one, and it is the other side of the paper. Oh, it's 2019. Oh, really? It is. Oh. That is going to be fun. That Where is interesting. Did, did you guys watch 2019? <laughs> no. Not really. Cool. Okay. Do you know who wins? No. Okay. Norway? No, Although I do. Wins. Actually, wait. I'm pretty sure I do. <laughs> Not I because remember. of... I'm pretty sure I do just because of the 2021 location. However, I am fine going in as if I know nothing. Yeah. Same. Okay. That's cool. funny that you chose that one. Okay. Why? So, well, no, just because like it's like the most recent one. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, well, we, the Tupperware of Destiny ha- has clearly spoken. The Tupperware of Destiny has spoken, and we'll be talking about Eurovision 2019, a mere year and a half or so after it actually took place. Yeah, very interesting. All right, wow. so we'll we'll see you guys for that uh, next Wednesday, and in the meantime, follow us on Instagram at Eurovision underscore Rewind. Check us out on Patreon dot com slash Gumbo, where you can. Uh, pay Patronize. different amounts of money to get access to some exclusive content uh, and drop something in the mailbox uh, at our website vocabgumbo.com please do also send us a DM on Instagram that we like too. that a lot yeah talk to us interaction is very welcome say hi yeah it can be in a different language if you're listening oh. to this somewhere around the world and you want to I don't know tell us a neat phrase in whatever language you speak that would be cool I would love that. Yeah. That'd be so perfect. We'll shout you out if you're fine with your name being on the show Um, or your Instagram handle or whatever. Yes. All right. So that being said, uh, I'm Jonathan. Uh, I'm Millen. I'm Ellis. (laughs) And uh, that's all for Eurovision 2000. See you next time when when we rewind to 2019.